Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. It's drive time now. Welcome to Tribe Talk on the Cleveland Indians Radio Network. Tribe Talk is brought to you by Progressive, helping Indians fans save hundreds on car insurance. everyone welcome to tribe talk jim rosenhouse along with you this weekend from camden yards in baltimore where the indians are taking on the orioles over the weekend after beginning their road trip in puerto rico and we'll have full coverage of the games on the island of puerto rico and also hear from francisco lindor and roberto perez who had a chance to go home and play in front of family and friends in puerto rico also carlos baerga a memorable visit to the radio booth on tuesday from uh, Carlos, and we'll wrap things up with our weekly pharmacist director of player development, James Harris. But first, a look at the week gone by, and it began Tuesday night in San Juan, Puerto Rico. The Indians and the Minnesota Twins in the two-game Puerto Rico series, and what a night it was. Corey Kluber against Jake Odorizzi, the pitching matchup, and it was a scoreless game into the fifth inning when Francisco Lindor stepped in with Bradley Zimmer at second base. And what a moment it turned out to be. Big pitch in this game. And the fans can sense it. Three and two, the count on Lindor. Here it comes. Curveball swung on, hit high and deep to right. Back on it is Grossman at the track. Looks up. That ball is gone. Home run, Lindor. They're going bonkers in Puerto Rico. Second home run on the season for Lindor, but a home run he'll never forget. 2-0 Tribe. It looked like Grossman had a play on it, and then all of a sudden he ran out of room, leaped at the fence, and the ball just cleared his glove. And a curtain call from Lindor. Boy, and Lindor will hit a lot of home runs in his major league career, but he'll be hard-pressed to find one that was more emotional than his home run that snapped the tie in the fifth inning on Tuesday night. 
Then in the sixth inning, the Indians continued to swing the bats well. They added to the lead, starting with Jose Ramirez. Payoff pitch coming to Ramirez. Here it comes. Swung on, and there's a high fly ball. Deep, deep, deep into the night. And that ball is gone into the bleachers. Home run, Jose Ramirez. 3-0 Tribe. And the very next batter was Michael Brantley. Pitch to Michael Brantley. Launched high and deep, right center. Home run, Brantley. Back-to-back home runs for the Tribe. Indians lead it 4-0. First home run for Michael Brantley. And here comes Paul Molitor, who may be thinking two pitches too late as Ramirez and Brantley go deep to open the sixth inning, and that's it for Jake Odorizzi. Meanwhile, Corey Kluber was rolling along another vintage Kluber performance. Now the 1-1 from Kluber. Swung on, ground ball to the second baseman, Kipnis, who's up with it, throws on to first in time for the out, and another clean inning for Corey Kluber. As he sets him down in order in the sixth inning, we head to the seventh. In Puerto Rico, it's 4-0, tribe over the Twins. Then in the seventh inning, Red Hot Michael Brantley struck again. The 1-0, swung on, ripped in the hole, first and second, on into right field, a base hit. Rounding third is Kipnis on his way home. He'll score as the throw is up the line. Brantley comes through again, and it's a big night going for Michael Brantley. The Tribe now leads it 5-0. And in the eighth inning, Yonder Alonso would make it four round trippers for the Indians on this night. Here's the 2-2. Swung on, and there's a high fly ball. Deep right field. If it's fair, it's gone. And it is a fair ball. Home run. Yonder Alonso. Six to one. Tribe in front. Number three on the season for Alonso. And in the ninth, Cody Allen came on to finish things off in a non-save situation on the way to a Tribe win. Allen with the payoff pitch. Swung on, ground ball to Kipnis at second base. Backhand pickup, throws to first in time, and the Indians win it. They take the opener here in San Juan over the Twins by a final score of 6-1 to one behind strong pitching from Corey Kluber and four home runs tonight. So the Indians had that 6-1 to one win on Tuesday night in the series opener over the Twins in Puerto Rico. Wednesday night, a remarkable game that was scoreless into the 14th inning. Edwin Encarnacion with a home run gave the Indians the lead, only to see Miguel Sano of the Twins tie it with a home run in the bottom of the 14th. So the game went to the 16th inning, and Ryan Lamar, Twins outfielder, ended up winning it with a walk-off single. On Friday, the Indians were back on the mainland, and, well, a tough start to their series with the Orioles here at Camden Yards as Baltimore won it by a final score of 3-1. to one on Friday night. Stay tuned. When we come back, we'll hear from Francisco Lindor and Roberto Perez about what the trip to Puerto Rico meant to them and also the people of Puerto Rico. That's next as we continue after this timeout. On the Cleveland Clinic Indians Radio Network. Indian fever. It starts from the very first inning. Indian fever. Each game is a brand new beginning. It's a hit. The homers, the double plays. It's how you feel when we win. So catch Indian Fever. Be a believer with the Cleveland Indians. 
Progressive presents Get Pumped. Inspiration to help you do insurance stuff. Okay, time out. You're gonna let your budget be the boss of you? Take control with Progressive's Name Your Price tool. Tell us what you want to pay for car insurance, and we'll help you find options that fit your budget. Here's some music to get you pumped. Da -dum, da -dum, da -dum, da -dum, dang, dang. I hear your budget laughing at you. Oh, wait, that's just those kids laughing at me. Ignore them! Da -dum, da -dum, da -dum. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back to Baltimore. The Indians and the Orioles will be playing through the weekend and on into Monday night here, a four-game series between these two ball clubs. And that comes on the heels of quite a trip to Puerto Rico for the Indians. The two-game Puerto Rico series between the Tribe and the Twins on Tuesday and Wednesday nights. And on Tuesday night, what a night it was for Francisco Lindor, the most popular based on the fan reaction of the four players in the series who were returning to Puerto Rico, and he delivered on Tuesday night with his two-run home run that snapped a scoreless tie and uh, as loud a ballpark as you will hear after that home run by Lindor. And we had a chance to catch up with him the next day. It was a whirlwind for Lindor. He had a couple of minutes, and he talked about where that home run ranks in his baseball career. Definitely in the top three, top three, top five. Um, it's an extremely special moment for me, for my family, and the people here in Puerto Rico, something I um, – I, uh, I dreamed of from growing up, and um, it's something I'll never forget. I'll never take it for granted. And when you look at being able to rise to that moment, not everybody can. You almost did in the first inning. Uh, just seeing the ball well and, and being able to focus despite all everything going on around you? Just trying to get a good pitch to hit. Get a good pitch to hit and try to um, drive it. It goes wherever it goes, it goes. The reaction. Uh, what was it like rounding the bases? Awesome, awesome. Um, very special. Um, something I'll never forget. And uh, just... Was looking around, seeing everybody celebrating, it was definitely cool. And could you feel the crowd and sense it was different from a normal regular season game? Definitely, definitely, definitely. Since before the pitch was even thrown, I knew every, um, it was a special um, day. And um, just running out in the line and listening to the crowd, it's a special crowd, not like we used to in the regular season. Your mom was there. What did that mean to you? A lot, a lot, seeing her and... and Looking up in the stands and seeing her celebrating the way she was, it was something that uh, she worked for it and um, I owe it to her. We record this mid-afternoon, and, and I'm sure a lot of fans back home know that there's been another power outage here. When you look at, at what this series has meant to the folks in Puerto Rico, obviously they're still working through some things. What can it do for this this island to, to get it back on track? It's, it's, it, re, it united the people. It also bring a little bit of joy to the people because they forget all what's happening in the house and they focus on the game. So that's what it's all about here. The home run last night, obviously big, but was it just as big for you to, to be able to go back to your elementary school and, and see some people maybe you haven't seen for a long, long time? Definitely, definitely. That was that's the highlight of the the trip, going back and helping others. That's the highlight, and um, that's that's what it's all about. All right, Francisco. Thanks so much. Thank you. Also following Tuesday night's Tribe win, Terry Francona was asked about his special young shortstop. You know, it's amazing because, and we were talking about it before, but sometimes when the moment's big, some players seem to be at their best. Sometimes other players, it may be when the score's lopsided. And Frankie, I think, definitely has that, that gear in him. You know, his first time up, he hit that ball to center field as good as you could hit a ball. It just, it, it, it took a lot to get one out of here last night. And when you look at 
everything that he's done since he's been here, were you concerned at all about focus on the game for him? No, I really wasn't. I think he was so excited to play. You know, I think Frankie's kind of wise beyond his years. Even though they had him doing a lot of stuff, he knows that baseball is, is what he's supposed to do. And for a young kid, he gets it more than most. And, oh, by the way, Corey Kluber was pretty good again. Yeah, he was. He really was. And, you know, we were keeping an eye on him because it was so humid and hot, and we haven't been in that yet. You know, we've been in this cold weather, but he was fine. And then when he gave up the, the, the double to Dozier, you know, we had Andrew out there, and we really wanted those guys to pitch anyway. You can see with Cody, Cody had a 30-pitch a inning because he hadn't pitched in six days. When you look at the bullpen, he wasn't alone in, in terms of not pitching because of, of the rainouts. Are, are you concerned at all about sharpness for the others who didn't get to pitch last night? Yeah, and there's no getting around it. Now, there's going to become a time in July and August when they're going to look back and go, man, I'm glad I had that time off. But for right now, yeah, it is. You, you want to get the guys in there to shake off whatever they need to shake off so they can be effective. Now, the other hometown kid for the Indians on the trip was Roberto Perez, and he stopped by before the ball game on Tuesday and talked about what it was like to be back home in Puerto Rico. Ah, uh, it feels good, man. It feels amazing. I think the weather has something to do, especially, you know, we, we haven't been playing for the last three days. But uh, it's nice to be here, man. Uh, it feels like home. Uh, you know, just waiting for a couple of my family members. Uh, and uh, just ready. I'm looking forward for the game tonight, man. It's going to be awesome. I think the atmosphere is going to be great. Um, I just can't wait. It's been a wonderful trip so far. As someone who has never been here before, right. from your perspective, what makes Puerto Rico such a special place and near and dear to your heart? I think it's the weather on the places, man. You know, I saw you yesterday. You were at the beach, all right? <laughs> but uh, uh, Puerto Rico is known by there's nice people, um, nice nice weather. You know, we got beaches everywhere. Um, so it's uh, it's a matter of, of, of the, the people that come here, you know, kind of like, go out and, and, and explore. And, and uh, I mean, look at this. This is beautiful, man. You know, it's hot, it's humid, but um, it's nice to be here. It's baseball weather is what it is. It it's is, the it way is. it's meant to be played. Uh, this ballpark, uh, explain to me how often you've played here and what it means to be playing a major league regular season, not exhibition game, here. Uh, you know, I, I had the chance to play here in uh, winter ball back uh I played since 2009 till 2015. That was six years, but uh, um, it never gets old, man. I think this is the Bigley Stadium. That's why we call it because um, it's it's really nice. This is probably the, the best ballpark in the in the island. Um, and and to be able to play in front of you know all these people that they deserve it, and 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 to come here and play in front of these people that have gone through a lot. That this seven, eight, nine months, um, it, it's it's a special thing, man. I think uh, they they deserve it, um, and, and we're here to, you know, to show them uh, a, a great game. You know, we, we, we're we both great teams. Um, I, I think they're looking forward to it. They're excited. I, I just don't know. It's a different feeling when you play winter ball. Uh, it's, there's people in the stands, but not as tonight. So I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be crazy. Um, they put bleachers out there, so it's going to be awesome. All right, favorite player for Roberto Perez who would play here growing up when you were a kid? See, um, when, I, when I was a kid, I, 
when I became, you know, when I knew I was a really good defensive catcher, and uh, I think I I look up to uh, Molina, Jari Molina. I think uh, you know the way he catches, the way he uh, um, he, he changed the, the the catching style, kind of, you know. So uh, you know, and I had the chance to meet him and, and work out with him and everything. I mean, he's a great guy, um, not because he's a good catcher, but he's a great person, and uh, I look up to him and. And I know he's he, he, he's gonna watch this game, and uh, he's gonna be proud of all, all of us. You mentioned the recovery efforts, and I know you came down a couple of times uh, early on. Have you been able to see enough to, to notice any improvements and, and things that are moving in the right direction? Yeah, for sure. I think uh, Puerto Rico is getting better. I think the recovery is going well. Um, you know, it's just it, it doesn't happen overnight. Uh, it takes time because it's. Uh, it wasn't just one town, it was the whole island. So uh, it takes time, but uh, I think uh, they're doing a great job. And I just hope uh, people that come and visit Puerto Rico, uh, you know, hopefully they show support and, 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 and come out and see it, you know, see them, you know, themselves, you know. And uh, it, it's, it's, a, it's a great place to be, man. Uh, I wouldn't change Puerto Rico for nothing else. So. Uh, I'm really excited, like I always say, and uh, just, just, it, it's an honor to, to be playing at this ballpark. Enjoy the next couple of days. Thanks, Bert. All right, no problem. That's Indians catcher Roberto Perez with some heartfelt comments on what this week has meant to him having a chance to play in front of hometown friends and family back home in Puerto Rico. Stay with us. When we come back, we'll hear from Carlos Baerga. He stopped by the booth on Tuesday night and uh, spent some time with us. And the Indians Hall of Famer, as always, was something else. And we'll hear that when we return after this on the Cleveland Clinic Indians Radio Network. Puerto Rico. Big pitch in this game. And the fans can sense it. Three and two, the count on Lindor. Here it comes. Curveball swung on, hit high and deep to right. Back on it is Grossman at the track. Looks up. That ball is gone. Home run, Lindor. They're going bonkers in Puerto Rico. Second home run on the season for Lindor, but a home run he'll never forget. 2-0 Tribe, and a curtain call from Lindor. Time to hop back on the bandwagon, folks. Welcome back to Tribe Talk. Jim Rosenhouse back with you from Camden Yards in Baltimore where the Indians dropped the opener of the series on Friday night, 3-1. Three, three more games to follow Saturday and Sunday afternoons and also Monday night before the Indians head home. They'll play the Chicago Cubs. First visit to Cleveland by the Cubs since that memorable 2016 World Series. That's Tuesday night at 6:10. 
and Wednesday night at 7:10. Note those game times against the Cubs at Progressive Field next week. Well, this past week, the Indians were in Puerto Rico for the Puerto Rico series against the Minnesota Twins. And during Tuesday night's game, a native of Puerto Rico, Carlos Baerga, Indians Hall of Famer, stopped by the booth to talk about the special night in his homeland. Carlos Baerga, Indians Hall of Famer, has stopped by here in the fourth. Carlos, great to see you. Nice to see you, too. It's an honor to be here with you today. This is <laughs> tremendous. When you first found out about this, you what, what was your reaction? I was very happy. Uh, uh, Puerto Rico needed needed need to have, you know, Major League Baseball here. I, I remember a couple of years ago when I was a kid, uh, there was a lot of exhibition games. The Pirates play here. Uh, the Marlins, we play against the Marlins in Ponce. The last time Cleveland played here was in Ponce, an exhibition game. I remember I hit a home run against Livan Hernandez that day over there. And uh, it, when the Espos play here, uh, they play here even for a, for a half a season. They play a regular season here, so it was a, it was a great time. The fans love it. But this year, these two games means a lot for Puerto Rico, and I give thanks to Major League Baseball to give us the opportunity and uh, to keep going after the hurricane, because not too many people keep going after what happened here. You know, it's hard. Even even the Indians, we were going to bring a lot of people down. And uh, we, I remember in September, you guys started, you know, talking about it, you know, telling the people, buy, you know, get a group, get, get a group going to come here, stuff like that. And I remember that I talked to Bobby DiBiase and I said, it's going to be a couple of events bringing people here down to Puerto Rico. Yes, we're going to do it and stuff like that. But when the hurricane, you know, came to Puerto Rico, everything stopped being there. I even, even he called, he, he called me in December. I said, Carlos, do you think we're going to have the games? And I said, well, right now, I don't think it's going to happen. But Major League Baseball put... You know, the money down here in this ballpark, they put a lot of money, you know, to get this going. And, uh, and, uh, and we are blessed to have baseball today here in Puerto Rico. Carlos, how soon after the Hurricanes did you were you here? I was here. You I During wa- the Hurricane? I was here during okay. the Hurricane. Right. I remember that I that we moved to uh, my wife's uh, uh, mother's house because we don't want to leave her by herself. And uh, we spent almost 18 days, no lights, no water. I was working up early, you know, to go and get gas, to to go and get water, stuff like that. It, it was a tough time, you know. I never seen something like this before in my life. What we went through, it was very hard, very hard. Count on Brantley, two and zero. You like this guy's swing, Michael Brantley? I, I love him. He's one of my favorite hitters, in, you know, for the Cleveland Indians. And this guy, he, he stayed healthy the whole year. He's gonna be. <laughs> We are going all the way. I'm telling you right now, he's the key for us to go all the way. Well, it seems like the ankle is healthy and getting stronger by the day. And while for the team it was difficult not to play games since Friday because of the weather, but for Brantley, another <laughs> opportunity to rest that ankle and get stronger. Yeah. Here's Edwin Encarnacion. Do you know Encarnacion? You know he's a Puerto Rican Dominican too. He he lived here in Puerto Rico when he he born in Dominican. But he, right away, when he was like maybe months or something like that, the family moved to Puerto Rico and uh, he went to school here. And uh, he went through, you know, he lived here in Puerto Rico for a long time. So he's, yesterday, he spent some time, he went to his school. He went to the house that he used to live before, stuff like that. And he was talking about it. I said, wow, man, I'm, I'm happy for you. Do you see a big difference? He said, yes, see a big difference here in Puerto Rico. And he's, he went through the houses, that, you know, they, 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 they went down in there and, he's telling me, I say, wow, I can't imagine 
that moment for you guys. Yeah, so many great stories for we know about Lindor. We know yes. about Roberto Perez and Sandy Alomar. But uh, nice couple of days for Edwin Encarnacion, too. And we were talking winter ball last night about some of the players that you played with <laughs> back when winter ball was maybe in its heyday down here. Yeah, that was a, I think it was the best moment of our uh, winter ball season here in Puerto Rico when you have a, the opportunity to, to watch grow up uh, Robbie Alomar, Ivan Rodriguez, Juan Gonzalez, uh, Edgar Martinez, uh, Bernie Williams, Ruben Sierra. We all play here. We all play here. We, this league helped us a lot. And uh, you even heard Roberto Perez yesterday talking about if it wasn't, I, I gave him the opportunity to play every day. I was the manager for the Indios of Mayagüez, and he never played regular before. And I said, you're going to hit. You're going to play regular, and I'm going to hit you fifth. I said, you never, there's a, nobody going to put you to hit fifth in your life. And you're going to hit fifth. I believe in him. And I give him the opportunity, and look at what happened to Roberto Perez. You know, he has developed into one of the, the better catchers in the major league, certainly defensively, and he continues to show improvement at the plate. He'll be in there tomorrow night, according to Terry Francona, tribe manager. Jan Gomes getting the start tonight behind the plate. We are blessed to have two good catchers. These two guys can play regularly with anybody right now. Carlos Baerga joining us, Indians Hall of Famer. Certainly one of the more popular players to come out of Puerto Rico. You were on the field pregame. That was quite a ceremony with some of the greats from Puerto Rico being honored prior to the game. Well, I, I was blessed. You know, they, they always when, when you are in front of your fans, and to be honored like that with the, you know, Roberto Alomar, Hall of Famer, Juan Gonzalez, two-time MVP, Carlos Delgado, MVP too, you know, in Major League Baseball. Uh, you have Jose Vidro, Alex uh, uh, Rios, and Bernie Williams, a guy that wins how many championships, four championships, something like that, with the Yankees. It's, it's, it's a special. So, Carlos, you're around the, the team a, a little bit in spring training and, and in various capacities during the year. You were part of a great time in Indians history to be sure this stretch now is going on this is a sixth season now where the indians have, have been a prime contender to win the division have had some success in the postseason when you you look at this current edition how does it stack up to the the teams that you were with maybe in a different way well first of all i, I would like to i went to spring training and i watched this team play i believe terry say something in spring training that i still thinking about and he say, that his first meeting that he did with the players, he said to them, hey guys, I, I, I want to say something. We, we know that we've been, we've been in playoffs the last two years. We played the World Series. Last year we was in the player. This year, we are better than players. We are not young players anymore. We need to do it this year. I don't want to put pressure on you guys, but this is the time. We cannot be saying we're still young. You know, we can wait. No, 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 no. I think I believe that we, you know, you know, we have Miller is going to be free agent. Allen is going to be free agent next year that we would like to keep them both in here, stuff like that. And I believe that we have the experience now to show up and do it, you know, and, and, and we have the pieces stuff. Well, I think certain teams, they find themselves where they have that right mixture of experience, but still some youth on their side and, and they're in that good portion of their careers and, and this club a lot of them are hitting that at the same time I believe that we have the talent I, Alonso I think is going to be really good for us I know we have Santana 
he did a great job for us. Alonso, he's, he's like he got the same kind of defense on him. I, I believe that he might hit more home runs than Santana, you know, stuff like that. I think he can help us. He's good in the clubhouse too. I think that, that was a great uh, you know, acquisition for us. Bring, bringing Ryan Davis back to our team. You know, he bring the steal, the running game that we have two years ago. You remember two years ago, you know, we were stealing bases. We was doing a lot of stuff in the base. Yeah, the speed game is out in force early in the season. Rajay Davis has, has clearly been a difference maker again when he gets the chance to play. And it just seems like Tito knows how to use him in the right spots just enough, not too much. Keep him fresh, yeah. giving a day off, you know, to Seamer sometimes, stuff like that, you know, that. So when he's kind of struggling a little bit, you know, you know, he can sit down and wait, and uh, Ryan can help us out. And I, I said to you before, and I have to repeat it again, Michael Bradley is very important to our lineup. He needs to stay healthy. I know Ramirez is going to hit. I know Lindor is going to hit. Kibnitz, he, he showed, you know, this year that he's healthy. When he's healthy, he's capable to put the numbers in there. He's going he gonna to put the numbers. She's in hold. You know, we, we need him to be healthy, too. You know, he being the last two years, he being hurt. You know, the, his leg. That's that's a key for us. The other guy that we need him back pretty soon is Salazar. Salazar, you know, when you have Salazar, you know, our pitching staff is stronger than anybody in this anything in this league. So we we have a lot of questions. We know that we have to answer. Chisno, Salazar, you know, for that, for us to go all the way, those two guys have to be there. All part of a long season, right? Yes, 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 yes. Baseball, the longest of the seasons, and a lot of peaks and valleys, ups and downs. Another thing that I like, they don't pick us to win this year. They pick the Yankees, they beat Boston, they have Houston. <laughs> Good. Good. I like that. Fly under the radar yes, a little. Yes, 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 yes. That never happened when, when <laughs> in the 90s it seemed like the Indians were the yeah. favorites every year. Yeah, yeah. Carlos Baerga, if there's 18,000 people here, I'm guessing you're shaking 18,000 hands. But, <laughs> it's been uh, awesome, man. This has to be a thrill. Thank you very much. Thank you to Major League Baseball to have baseball in Puerto Rico, and thanks to the Cleveland Indians for the opportunity to always work with them. Thank you. Great to see you. Thank you very much. And those were just some of the thoughts of Carlos Baerga, Indians Hall of Famer, who stopped by the booth during our broadcast of Tuesday night's game down in Puerto Rico. When we come back, it's the Weekly Farm Report with Indians Director of Player Development, James Harris. And comes your way shortly as we continue with Tribe Talk on the Cleveland Clinic Indians Radio Network. Welcome back to Sports View. Today's topic, who deserves to win big this season? My two cents, good drivers. I mean, that's why there's Snapshot from Progressive. Let's go to Rick for some confusing metaphors. Look, if you put a classically trained cellist in a garage band and you tell them to play for Layman Young, I guarantee you, the meat on that burrito ain't gonna light the candle. Thanks for clarifying, Rick. If you're a good driver, there's no other way to say it. You deserve discounts with Snapshot. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Snapshot not available in California, North Carolina, or from all agents. Welcome back to Tribe Talk. Jim Rosenhouse back with you for our final segment. As we join you from Camden Yards in Baltimore this weekend, great to have you with us. And always good to catch up with James Harris, the Indians Director of Player Development, get an update on the farm system. And uh, we'll focus in on Lake County this week, the Indians single-A club, not far from downtown Cleveland. But when we initially caught up with James, we talked about some of the challenges that 
the minor league system has had just playing games. The Indians have felt it at the major league level and with affiliates in Columbus, Ohio, Akron, Ohio, Lake County, not far from Cleveland. Uh, that's three affiliates that certainly are impacted by the weather. And then for that matter, Lynchburg down in the Carolina League in Virginia, they've had some issues. James talked about some of those challenges that the minor leaguers have faced in the early season. Yeah, I wish we could send our whole minor league system to Puerto Rico and play in the warm weather, but it's not necessarily the case at this time. I think the main challenge is, is the fact that we're not just getting cold. We're getting cold and rain in a lot of cases. Uh, just on Sunday was the first time that I've ever heard of is that there was no games played in the entire system. Major League team got rained out. We got rained out all the way to um, our Arizona League, and they had the day off. So there was no games being played, so we were all losing our minds. And when you look at some of the challenges on the minor league level that might be a little bit different than what the Indians have, obviously a progressive field, they're there's areas indoors where players can stay loose, the batting cages and things like that. Uh, facilities are better in the minor leagues. Is there enough there, or is that a real challenge to, for players to stay loose between innings uh, if, if it is a cold night? Yeah. I mean, the facilities in the minor leagues, especially in our parks, are, are pretty good. So you can get inside and hit and pitch, but there's not a lot of room to actually run, get loose, field, and do things like that. So – um, we've been getting quite a bit of our coaches have been really creative and getting a lot of work done, but nothing beats being able to get outside, seeing bats off the ball, running the bases, getting loose. Uh, you, you can't beat that, um, but the weather has just been a little challenging this time of year. Well, we'll start this week with Lake County. Uh, they've managed to to play at least uh, close to a dozen games at the start of the season, and I know there's some some good performances happening down there. Let's start with a recent High round draft pick, Ernie Clement from last year's draft. He's a middle infielder and uh, a college guy. And, and what are you seeing from Ernie so far in the young season? Well, Ernie is a, is a mature guy. He comes and works, works hard every day. He's an elite bat-to-ball guy. So, I mean, if, it's, if it crosses the plate or gets anywhere close, he can put a bat on it. And I think one of the things that he's working on this year is hitting the ball a little bit harder, and he's done that. So we're really excited about the progress he's making and also defensively what he's doing at shortstop for us in Lake County. And you mentioned defensively, and, and he's in a system loaded with good shortstops starting at, at the major league level on down. Uh, can you never have enough good middle infielders, and, and is it exciting to have another one in the system? Well, that, that's a, a good problem to have. I mean, you go Lindor, Chang, Castro, Wakamatsu, Ernie Clement. Like, we'll take we'll take as many as we can get, and those guys challenge each other. And, I mean, it's it's a – a testament to the guys we have working with them. We have guys that people may be familiar with, like John McDonald and Travis Fryman, that are in our system helping our young shortstops work to be major leaguers. Also on the Lake County Ball Club, and we touched on him in our season preview, Will Benson, another uh, former first-round draft pick, and it looks like real nice progress being made by him. And, and what are you seeing from him in the early season as he moves up a level? Yeah, um, I think in the early season you're seeing – um, Will express some of that power. He's making more contacts. Um, and just to think, Will's only 19 years old as he as he comes into his third season of pro ball. So we're seeing an upward curve in his development. Um, he's getting better and more athletic in the field. We're really excited about his progress, and we're glad he can take that to a full-season club. One more position player to touch on. Uh, sometimes early season numbers can be deceptive, but they're still fun to look at. And Yorma Rodriguez 
uh, an infielder for Lake County. Uh, off to a great start at the plate, average-wise, and uh, a little bit of production there. What are you seeing from him, and where does he fit in, uh, in terms of, of working his way up in the organization? Yeah, I mean, just because Yerma might not have been a guy who was, was highly drafted doesn't mean that he, he doesn't get to go up to the plate and face pitchers just like everyone else, and he's taken advantage of every opportunity he's had. Um, he's, he's one of our older players on that team at, at 22 years old. But he's, he's been productive this year, and we're excited about the direction he's headed. James Harris joining us, Indians Director of Player Development. On to the pitching side at Single A, Lake County, and another uh, top draft pick from a year ago, last year's draft out of Gonzaga, Eli Morgan, uh, off to a real nice start. And, and what are you seeing from Morgan as a more experienced pitcher based on that college background? Yeah, Eli's one of our guys that we got last year in the draft. Uh, he was an eighth-round pick. And he, he came in, has a, has a changeup that's been fooling hitters so far, especially at this level. So he's been striking him out uh, this year at, at a rate that was equal to what he did last year when he burst onto the scene fresh out of college. So we're really excited about the progress that he's making. And he's, he's a fun guy to watch. And on the personal front, I know uh, you'll be heading down south to the Dominican Republic to, to check out the complexes there. And, and uh, what do you hope to see down there as, as the Indians transition uh, into different complexes uh, south of the border? Yeah, so we'll, we'll spend a week. We're taking a, a crew out to the Dominican to work. We're starting to bring training down there. So it's about 50 players getting ready for their season. So we're really excited to see about see what those guys are, are working on and being able to provide resources and, and also looking at at the completion of our new complex down there. So being able to transition into a bigger space, newer space with new fields and all the technology that's available in the United States, uh, work with our players there as we develop them into Cleveland Indians. Now, all part of uh, the vital farm system for the tribe to keep things rolling at the major league level eventually. James, always great to have you on. Thanks a lot for coming by. Appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for having me. It's been fun. That's James Harris, the Indians Director of Player Development, and that's going to do it for this week's edition of Tribe Talk. Thanks so much for tuning in. Always great to have you with us, and we will join you next week from back home, and the Indians are in the midst of a nice long homestand taking on the Seattle Mariners next weekend at Progressive Field. Until then, this is Jim Rosenhouse reminding you that you've been listening to Tribe Talk on the Cleveland Clinic Indians Radio Network. Tribe Talk on the Cleveland Indians Radio Network has been brought to you by Progressive, helping Indians fans save hundreds on car insurance.